Hey there, friends, and welcome to Heart of Indie Radio. Tonight, I am really excited because we have an exclusive interview with an amazing soul all the way from New Zealand. Her name is Tess Wilcock. And believe me, you have heard of this girl. And if you haven't, you're going to want to. She's an entrepreneur. She has been in the media world for over 15 years. She has also started her very own PR firm. This girl is on fire. And we're excited to chat with her about all things that's going on in her life. Please welcome Tess Wilcock. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. That was a very glowing welcome. I don't know (laughs) if I deserve that, but thank you. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm I'm a big fan of of your work. And I just think that you are such a great, positive person. Um, That is absolutely the most stylish person that I've seen in a long time. So so thank you for bringing the color um, into this interview. I, I would love for our listeners to get a chance to kind of know a little bit more about your journey because you've had quite an interesting journey in the PR media world and I'd like for our yeah our listeners to kind of get to know how how you started in the fields that you're in. Sure so um, I actually at university studied psychology strangely enough and um, was working um, doing my master's in psychology and working in an HR firm doing psychometric testing when I realized I absolutely hated it I was so bored and the only thing I was doing every day was looking at like news and lifestyle websites so I decided to basically start start again and I became a journalist so um, I, I did and I was very fortunate that my first job um, in, in journalism was actually in television as a, as a TV reporter and I worked my way up the ranks fairly quickly. Um, so, so yes, I worked as a TV reporter in Auckland, New Zealand, where I'm from. And then like, like many people that live down that end of the world, you know, you want to move further afield. Um, so I moved to Sydney um, and started working in the media industry there. So I worked primarily um, at first as a producer on like the Sunrise Show. Um, and then I worked um, at another another TV network there as a presenter um, of, a, of a bulletin called The Weird News, <laughs> strangely <laughs> enough, um, doing all sorts of random interviews with a man that looked like a lizard, um, all sorts wow. of weird things. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, and then I wanted to get more into lifestyle. Um, so I, I started then, I, I did the big switch because you either work kind of at your PR or you're a journal. And I did that, that switch. Which, and I was incredibly fortunate that the first um, PR firm I worked for actually did the personal PR management for Hugh Jackman in Australia. So I really got a foray into entertainment PR. You know, like it was an amazing experience. And I worked um, behind the scenes doing the PR for, I don't know if you'll remember, but when Oprah did her last season, she, yes. um, yeah, and she went to Sydney and Hugh did that whole. Um, you know, what was a flying fox from the Sydney Opera House down to the stage. I did all the PR and the background for for all of that, which was pretty pretty exciting. Um, and I got to I got to see Gail and Oprah, and I totally fangirled. And you're not allowed to take photos because you're the cool PR person. So I had a lot of that kind of fun stuff. Um, but despite all of that, I still had this yearning. I missed being in a newsroom. I think anyone who's worked in a newsroom knows what, what's that like. So I kind of would flip between. Um, and then I would go back to television and back to PR. Um, when I was doing PR, it was mainly celebrity entertainment stuff. So lots of uh, media junkets. Most of the big, um, you know, A-list stars, when they're promoting a film, will come to Sydney um, and do, you know, junkets with the media. So I did a lot a lot of that kind of, you know, the PR 
for that and red carpet stuff. Um, and then I went back to Channel 9, which is a big network in Australia, and um, was 2IC of one of the morning TV shows there um, when I was approached by um, a production company to take on the role as, as, as of um, executive producer for the e-channel, um, but in, in New Zealand and Australia. So um, I got that job, which was amazing. Um, and I got to develop my own TV show, which was pretty incredible, really, um, and got to kind of, you know, there were obviously some perimeters of what it needed to do. It needed to be a new show, an entertainment, fashion, lifestyle show. I had a host that had won like a search for an e-host competition in Australia who was a, who was a former model. Um, and I basically had to develop this show. Um, we were really fortunate that we had access to the E studio in LA. So we got to use that for one of our hosts who was actually, I don't know if you'll know him, Dominic Bowden was our, our host in based in um, the US, but he was a Kiwi. And then we had our Australian host in Sydney. Um, and we just got to create entertainment and fashion content. And I did that for about a year and a half and I got to travel to New York Fashion Week, to did award season in LA, did all of that fun stuff. Um, and it was super fun because I find um, Americans, which is probably a lot of this audience, they they love Australians and so and they love E. And I was <laughs> working for E and Australian <laughs> as far as they were concerned. So it was just such an awesome experience um, and I really did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but then I I was married and I had a baby and I decided that I wanted to take time off and I actually moved to Noosa, which is in Queensland, um, and had my daughter there and, and, and you know, was living up there. And then when I decided to get back into work, we moved back to New Zealand, where Auckland, where I'm originally from. Um, and, you know, having a child, everything is so different to when you don't have a child and living that kind of, you know, traveling around lifestyle. This is obviously just before the pandemic hit, um, you know, was, was harder to do. And I, I got back into television working as a, as a journalist at one of the channels here, um, TV3. But the hours were just so long. You know, you, you're, you know, you have to start work at eight. You don't finish till at least after 6.30. No childcare center is open after six o'clock. So you had to get childcare after childcare. And I just was like, there has to be something better I can do. I thought I need to go back to PR. So that was sort of the main catalyst. But then when I started getting more clients, because I'd had a couple that I had just been doing on the side for about a year or so anyway, the more I sort of got into PR and the, the more I kind of projected this happy, positive energy, the more great clients sort of came to me. Um, and I never thought I would be kind of a specialist in beauty PR because it was never something I'd really, you know, thought would happen, but it's just, it's happened. And I've met some amazing clients who have the same sort of energy and alignment that I do that are happy, positive people that have just brought me so many more clients. And it's literally just kind of snowballed from there. So I've had my business for oh, just over a year now. Um, and I've got about 18 active clients. I now have staff. It's really growing into something. Um, and and yeah, and, and that's during during the pandemic as well. So I'm I'm very fortunate that I've I've had that journey. That's incredible. And I love the name of your firm as well. Pop. Thank you. That's it's well, just... it, it, yeah. It was a play on pop culture because obviously yes. having the E and most of my clients they are either beauty, lifestyle, fashion, or I've got like a whole range that are um kind of professionals, like a cl clinical psychologist, a family lawyer, a plastic surgeon, and they all want to pop, you know, they all want to make their pop yes. and their mark in the industry. So it was kind of a bit of a, a play on that. Yeah. No, yeah. I like it. It's really clever. And I like too how you, you really have taken all of your experiences over 15 years 
of experiences and the amazing uplifting spirit that you do have. It just naturally is a part of what you and who you are that uh, so many people have been drawn to that, especially during, you know, this has been a very hard time globally. You know, everybody's been affected uh, in varying ways. And so I think it's really lovely and encouraging to see such an amazing young woman rise up and bring people up with her. So it's been really encouraging for me to follow your career on social media. And I'd love for our listeners to get a chance to perhaps, you know, follow you and mm-hmm. see where this journey, you know, brings you. Could you let, let us know yeah. how we can find you on no, social media? One thing I didn't even factor into that big long spiel is that I actually started um, when New Zealand had um, another round of lockdowns that started in August last year. Um, and during that time, I've always been fashion obsessed. I Shopping and styling is like the thing that gives me joy in the world. Um, and it was something that for a long time I was made to feel really bad about. You know, I was told, oh, you're pathetic, you, you know, that so girly, not focusing on the intelligent stuff. You know, we're made to feel bad about something that we can't be clever and smart and intelligent and also love clothes you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I got to the point in my life where I just felt like I want to own this I love this this brings me so much joy um and so during lockdown last year I thought you know what I'm gonna start a fashion blog I know I'm I'm nearly 40 (laughs) you know but who cares I'm late to the game of probably Instagram but I'm, I'm just going to do it. And my daughter, who is four and a half, um, she took my first couple of photos, which are all from like a lovely low angle <laughs> of a four and a half year old. Um, and it literally just started with that because I'm someone, you know, I love to shop. I'm always buying new things. And I'm finally in a position in my life where I can afford to do that. And I want to do that for me. And I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, and so it started literally like that. And then it just snowballed. And now, you know, I've got all these new followers. I've made it, met a community of women all around the world who love fashion. And what I do is very colorful statement looks. I now am getting approached by brands. I've done quite a few collabs with different Australian brands, some international brands. Um, and I've got a photographer here now in, in New Zealand who's taking proper photos of me. So it's not my daughter anymore. <laughs> Plus I'm creating my own content, which I'm loving. I love the creative aspect of, you know, finding an outfit and styling it with a different background. And I just, it honestly brings me so much joy. And I, the feedback I do actually get from people is that, um, it, it puts joy in their day because they're seeing my colourful, happy photos on their feed. Um, so I think it's a win-win and it just makes me feel good and I, I just love doing it. So if you want to check that out, um, my Instagram handle is what Tess wore um, on Instagram. So that's where you can see all my colourful, fun fashion pics. But if you're you know, wanting to check out my PR firm, that is um, pop.publicity on Instagram. Awesome. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm excited to continue, you know, observing your your journey as well. And uh, folks, you definitely want to support Tess and all the different things that she's a part of. She's just a great, great gal and uh, very, very talented, multi-talented, if you will. Um, Please uh, DM us both on Twitter and on Instagram at Heart of Indie. Let us know what you thought of our interview tonight with Tess Wilcock. All right. Thank you so much, Tess, and have a beautiful evening. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, folks, we're going to get back to the music right here on Heart of Indie Radio. 